G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You know, I look forward to this part of the conversations I have on 2020 every week where we get an update on what's happening breaking news-wise overnight from the nation of Israel and things that are going on in the Middle East, things that oftentimes we'll be able to identify as of biblical proportion. Uh, when it comes to the way that the nation of Israel is affected by the events that are going on in the Middle East and the dominating headlines around the world. Well, Ron Ross has been monitoring the latest breaking news from Israel and the Middle East. Ron's joining us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. And hello to you. Well, Ron, let's start with an important one that does have a feeling about it of biblical proportions, particularly of people who are following what happens with the nations of the world and they're growing closer to or moving closer to the nation of Israel. Well, after some Israeli Air Force raids in Syria, the Syrian president, Bashar al-Assad, has declared that they have the right to defend their borders. But then... He's called on Russia to intervene. What's the story? Yeah, it really sounds like he doesn't want to fight Israel at all. He wants Russia to do all of that. Uh, yesterday he said uh, uh, the uh, Syrians have a right to defend their borders. Defending our borders is our right and it's our duty. Uh, he told Russian reporters in Damascus, uh, and this was reported by the Russian news site Sputnik, Assad also told Russian parliament members who had paid an official visit to the capital that he was counting on Moscow to prevent Israel from attacking his country in the future. We are counting on Russia to prevent a conflict with Israel, he was quoted as saying. Interfax, a Russian outlet, quoted him as saying that Damascus counts on Russia to take a role in order to prevent Israel from attacking Syria in the future. This is a very real tension, and as you say, uh, the relationship between Syria and Israel is, is reaching biblical proportions. So Moscow playing a future role, potentially, in preventing a future conflict with Israel. And of course, the Israel Defense Minister, Ron, he's responded by saying, we won't hesitate to destroy Syrian air defenses uh, there certainly are some raw nerves that are underlying a lot of these threats of conflict. He's a bit of a bulldog, our defence minister in Israel, Abigdor Lieberman. Uh, he made his threats at the weekend. He said Israel will not hesitate to destroy Syria's air defence system if that country continues to target Israel jet fighters. The jets uh, from Israel had returned to Israel airspace when they were attacked after striking targets in Syria. He said, you have to understand the context. If we strike, there's a real reason behind it. We have no interest in intervening in the civil war in Syria, either in favor of or against Assad. We do not want to clash with Russians. Our main issue was the transfer of advanced weaponry from Syria to Lebanon, 
And so whenever we detect an attempt to smuggle weapons, we will act to prevent it and we will not compromise, he said. And, of course, the Israeli Prime Minister, he is still globetrotting, travelling the world in some sense, meeting with leaders. He and his wife, Sarah, they're visiting China this week, Ron. Yeah, they're there for a week to mark 25 years of diplomatic relationships between China and Israel. And if you followed his visit to Australia, it's going on much the same theme. Uh, He's looking for economic investments uh, between the two countries. He's taking an agricultural ministry with him uh, to uh, develop relationships there. Uh, A science minister, Arthur Akunis, the environmental protection minister is with him, economy and industry minister. They're all with Netanyahu on this trip. Uh, on what he regards as a very important strengthening of the fellowship between Israel and China. It will be interesting to watch this. Let's talk about the advance of Islam around the world. A story out of Iran where a powerful aide to the Ayatollah Khomeini has called for Iran to expand their Islamic revolution abroad. What's the story? Yeah, this man is very, very powerful in Iran. The Supreme Leader's representative uh, to the Islamic Revolutionary Guard uh, said Iran's revolution is a prelude to the internationalization of Islam and that the Iranian regime, uh, regime has foiled all American plots in the past 38 years. Al-Sayidi cautioned that the revolution is also facing serious domestic and foreign threats, primarily the arrogant front led by America and secular liberals at home in Iran. He also warned that the United States and its allies have had some success, I find this very interesting, in promoting Western ideology, liberal democracy, culture and lifestyle inside Iran. They're concerned about that growing influence. He said the power and might of the Islamic revolution has so far thwarted all plots and evil actions from America. But it's obvious that they're concerned and they're becoming even more aggressive, at least in their talk. Now, something that comes out of this type of expansion of revolution is in this formation of a new militia in Iran Uh, that's vowed to liberate the Golan Heights, a direct connection there of Iran uh, wanting to take action uh, militarily uh, against Israel. Yeah, and this will help us understand what Abigdor Lieberman was about. Uh, They're protecting the Israeli borders. They're watching Hezbollah very closely. And one of the air raids by the Israeli Air Force uh, was an attack on a transfer of weapons that were heading to Hezbollah. A new Iran-funded Iraqi Hezbollah brigade is is said to liberate the Golan Heights from Israel. And that was said by a spokesman, Sayed Masavi, last week. According to the Iranian news agency, Tasnim Masavi heads the Harakat Hezbollah al-Najdaba terror subgroup. He said after the latest victories in Syria and Iraq, we established the Golan Liberation Brigade. This is a trained army with specific plans. If the government of Syria requests 
we and our allies are ready to take action to liberate Golan. And so Israel is watching that development very closely. Well, it demonstrates that the tensions are on every side. Uh, Let's come back into the nation of Israel, into Jerusalem, and the site that's designated to be the tomb of Jesus. It's reopened in Jerusalem after some massive restoration that's been going on, Ron. Yeah, when I lived in uh, Jerusalem, there were a lot of questions about whether these tourist sites are actually true or not. Uh, But the one that's designated the tomb of Jesus is a newly restored site uh, at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, and uh, it was presented to the media yesterday after a lot of restoration work has taken place. The work focused on the edicule, the ancient structure, which, according to Christian belief, is located above the spot where Jesus' body was buried. The project chief scientific supervisor said the structure needed reinforcement and conservation. The last restoration work at the site took place more than 200 years ago after a fire. Adding, He said that disagreements between the Greek Orthodox, Roman Catholic and Armenian churches who share responsibility for the site have delayed conservation works until last year. Interesting that in the uh, uh, budget of 3.3 million US dollars, uh, the various denominations uh, contributed. But in addition, King Abdullah of Jordan made a personal donation. So if you're touring Israel, they're open for business. And uh, everything's nice and clean and refreshed. <laughs> so it sounds yes, very good, Ron. Well, Ron, you are a fount of wonderful understanding about what's going on in Israel and the Middle East and always appreciate these updates with you. And uh, we'll do this again next Tuesday and uh, monitor things as they are unfolding uh, in Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross, our Middle East reporter, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.